With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guess who just got back today? Them wild eyed boys that had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. But man, I still think them cats are crazy. They were asking if you were around. How you was, where you could be found. Well, told them you were yeah, down well, it looks... I, I wouldn't have thought it was possible, but we're back, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, um, Joe, in the old uh, Facebook group and that, I'll be very, um, sort of, I'll be very gregarious with people asking, like, if we're coming back and when we're coming back. And that, and I, I've been very polite, and I haven't really said much about things. So, what the fuck's going on? Um, that's a good question, uh, or a good question, as I <laughs> would put it earlier when I was quoting that bad bit of Mega Man voice acting. Gotta stop Doctor Wowie. We gotta stop Doctor Wowie. Um, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I think certainly around September last year, which was, as I recall, when the new series of Doctor Who was airing. Mm. I was feeling pretty dang depressed, and uh, it it just got to the point where it's like, you know, I wasn't even watching Doctor Who as it went out, and it got sort of three or four weeks in, and I, I thought, I don't think we're going to be able to That did make up. doing the podcast difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I missed three or four episodes, and I thought, and I, I you know, and I just really didn't want to do it at that point. I wasn't really doing a lot at that point. I think mm. that was... But I sensed that as yeah. well. I didn't want to, like, get on your back about yeah, it. Sorry, my phone's making a huge... So, break. I think we just agreed that we were not going to, you know, force it if we didn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. However, um, A, I'm feeling a little bit better now, but also, B, there's a big reason why we've sort of started it up again now of all times, which oh, is yeah. that uh i am going to be moving to america because i have uh fallen in love with an american woman and i'm going to move there and get married um so chris came up with the excellent idea i thought of um finally getting around to doing the uh, jodie whittaker series mm-hmm. and we were essentially going to make this the last series of the podcast yeah go out on our own terms yeah rather than just kind of fade away which is what it looked like we were going to do. Yeah, I think people have assumed that we were done now. So this is going to be. A I su- kind of assumed as well, but yeah, I'm so it's going to be a surprise yeah. to people. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that we can't ever do anything again, and it might be a nice way to keep in touch when I'm uh, mm-hmm. when I'm abroad. Um, but I think yeah, I say nice never say in, never. But yeah, yeah the, the the idea right now is that uh, we're this is it, we're done. It, yeah, <laughs> but we are planning to do the whole run every episode. Absolutely. Um, before I go away, I, I was th- when I was thinking about it, it's like, should I make this joke? But it's like, yeah, it's like we're clearly copying the Ferris project. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's what's going on with me, I guess. So um, 
so yeah, that is the situation. Yeah, this is the eleventh hour podcast. That's Joe. Hello, that's Chris. Thank you. Uh, we're not in stereo this time. Sorry about that. We're um, we tried it and it didn't sound good uh, because I'm recording you on a device with a microphone. Because also, uh, I, I've uh, I've had a problem with editing in the uh, my, the laptop I got is depressing to use and it's like it's oddly it's really off putting. Right, and that's yeah. That I mean, we're clearly. I could be very tedious about it when you're when you're um, I, do, I edit in Ableton Live and when you're yeah. affecting volume envelopes for some reason even the slightest mouse movement will pull it straight to the bottom or straight to the top. <sighs> I'm uh, getting frustrated just hearing you talk about uh, it. Whether yeah. you're using a trackpad or a mouse you've plugged in, I've been through all the settings to try and make sure that doesn't happen. I can't make it not happen. And that is also the problem with um, the last words with Chris and Illyrio. One of the uh, problems with that. The other problem with that is all of Press Gang disappeared from YouTube. Um, uh, that's a problem as well. But we, we've, we, we'll address that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're clearly, um, we clearly struggle a little bit with kind of motivation, shall we say. Because, you know, Absolutely. we never really got into doing uh, stuff in the off-season. Mm. And so I think that... what. So what made it kind of easier to kind of not do it when this series started is that we were kind of used so used to not doing very much, and we've become a bit slack on um, sort of the t- uh, the sort of the release schedule. I think last year and maybe yeah. the year before that, we um, did, I think we did have a couple of sort of double episodes. Yeah, or like ones that were slightly late. Um, and I think yeah, the the more obstacles we can remove to that, <laughs> the better. Really. Yeah. So this might yeah. be a little bit of. I think it'll hopefully still sound slightly professional, unlike, you know, it won't sound just like a Skype recording of someone's conversation in, like, chunky, low-res, white noise background, just cutting in, cutting out. Like, yeah. So, like uh, some podcasts are. I'm not naming any podcasts. No, 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 no. It sounds like I'm thinking of a specific podcast. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm sure of many podcasts I've listened to three yeah. minutes of one episode of and gone, nope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll sound all right. They've got this kind of fairly professional-looking mic, which makes it, me feel like I'm being interviewed. Yes, it's, um, it's a lovely gift from the missus, my wife Rachel, um, and it was for a while a kind of just a little stand. <laughs> the box was used to rest things on, and uh, well, now yeah, we can a, give it a test drive. Used to rest uh, audio into itself. Um, we have some feedback from the time. Uh, so that's, that's from people who presumably, presumably thought we were actually going to, you know, yeah. do the podcast at the time. We've got um, feedback up to and including episode four already. Oh, wow. Uh, I th- actually, it might be episode three, but certainly beyond the first couple of episodes. But we are accepting feedback. So if you have feedback for any upcoming episode, uh, please put the episode title in the subject, <laughs> but we'll accept uh, emails and voice emails as usual too. That, that was nice of people. I'm very um, optimistic of them. Like, <laughs> well, especially uh, especially um, by the time uh, Rosa came around, whichever episode that was, that's the number I was trying mm-hmm. to think of. Um, I I nearly got into a whole different conversation, which we'll probably have at the time of the Rosa episode, uh, which is I'll just say now I can't think of any other. Examples of two Doctor Who titles that are one letter different. <laughs> okay, right, yes, Rosa. It's not Rosa. like the Seeds of Death and the Seeds of Doom, mm. but we've got a Rose and a Rosa. Yes. <laughs> That's um, the closest I think they've ever been. I'm at least aware of the Rosa episode. As I said, I only I didn't really watch it at the time. Mm. Um, I said, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves on this. We're yeah, going to yeah. treat it week by week, really. Yeah, but it means that we won't have to do the spoiler curtain thing at the end because there's no <clears> point. <laughs> 
<laughs> what I'm more likely to do is try and get, see if I can get you to guess what's going to happen. <laughs> that might be fun. I, I did actually watch... I remember, I think you showed me uh, the first episode, which uh, The Woman Who Fell to Earth. I, see, I do remember the name of it. Yes. Managed to pull that out. Um, it showed I'm, me around the time as a kind of no pressure. Yeah. Would you just like to watch the first episode? And I said, sure. Mm. And then I think I caught uh, one other episode because I just happened to be... You know, I think I was visiting my stepmom in Bath and we just had it on and yeah. when it was on. So I saw that one. I believe that was episode four. It's the one with Chris Nothing, anyway. Oh, right. Uh, okay. In like a hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I'm being cagey about it. <laughs> like, because presumably everyone's seen it. was a very the... stupid, punny title. Yes. I remember the title. I'm not just guessing I remember it. it was stupid and punny. I don't remember the title. That's fine. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, go on. Arachnids in the UK. Oh, that was it, yeah. It's like, oh, it's a bit like Anarchy it's, in the UK, yeah, but it's not close enough. Yeah. I was going to say as well as like sort of part of the trying to sort of feel a bit better. I, You may have noticed this and basically left Facebook. Uh, I did I, notice that. Well, yes, you did. I was sort of just speaking more to the audience oh, in general, sorry, yeah. which is why I haven't kind of... Like, so I you know, no idea what's been going on in the group and generally <laughs> at all. It's, like, it's weird. I feel very kind of um, sort of... I don't know, isolated, but sometimes in a good way, like some, like without just kind of all the, mm-hmm. the um, you know, the, the rush of online yeah. debate and discourse. So I don't know, I know very little about the rest of the episodes. I don't really know how well they were received or anything. You know, it's quite nice going into it sort of yeah. fairly blind, as it were. So, um, let's crack on with this one then. Yeah, uh, so we've just watched it, so I've watched it for a second time now. Yeah, and I've seen it at least three times, mm-hmm. maybe four um, it's all right. It's all right. I actually slightly enjoyed it more this time, and I don't know if that's just I'm um, maybe before there was a little bit of sort of feeling like I have to kind of watch it yeah, <laughs> because I... it's dot two. But I don't know. I, I yeah, I remember finding it a little bit of a drag the first time, mm. and I actually enjoyed it more. A second watch. I mean, it was a second watch, you know, what, like six or seven months later, so it's not... Yeah, it's longer than it should be. Do, yeah. At this point, do we say we don't have, we don't recap the episode? Um, better, just in case, because we're we're in one of those jump-on points. Yeah. That, that it's a, like a yet another reboot of the series, because I've loved, I do love the Doctor Who can do that every so often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just completely refresh itself, look different, and mm-hmm. like bring new people on but if you're if you're new to the podcast for this last series that would be a very weird situation to find yourself yeah. in but um i don't know how you i'm gonna i'm gonna assume now. you've seen the episode but we don't do a blow-by-blow analysis we'll just talk about whatever in whatever order and we might even leave shit out hey. yeah it's definitely happened <laughs> it's certainly we get a half hour in and go i'm sure some other stuff happened in this episode yeah. <laughs> and that's where that's where feedback comes in handy yeah sometimes um yeah, it's all right. I mean, um, my biggest fear was always, um, I, I, I'm not going to make this the elephant in the room the whole time. It was never, we've got a woman playing the Doctor. It was, oh shit, Chris Chibnall's in charge of it now. <laughs> and those those are the worries that have borne out in that it's sort of a little bit lightweight and uninteresting in places. Yeah, I see what you mean. I was going to say, actually, just on the, the topic of it being kind of a ref- a jumping on point and mm. Doctor Who kind of refreshing itself. I did remark about this because we've not actually even talked about what we thought of this episode nope. uh, ever even since because we knew we'd be doing this eventually. Yeah, I guess some part of some part of us did. Or we, I wanted to leave the option for it. I guess. Yeah. Um, 
this does feel like the most uh, kind of radical change. Not like super radical, but like it does feel like a a kind of a different program to the Moffat era. I guess so, but really, yeah. like, 11th Hour... Then again, 11th Hour is weird in and of itself, even in the Moffat era. It doesn't... It's not like any of the others That's when true, you go yeah. back and look yeah. at them. Stylistically, it's kind of in a little world all its own. Mm. Possibly they just didn't know what they were doing, or what well, I don't well, know. Well, they wanted, like, yeah, but a distinctive on a, first episode. On a technical but... level, it's the it's absolutely beautiful, this episode. Yeah. The little, sort of, the slightly squishier aspect ratio, but, like, the anamorphic lensing, little sort of lens flares and things like that, sort of dreamy lighting and stuff like that. Uh, and new music pod, Sega Akinola. Yeah. Um, I don't want this to be a, me burry, b- bashing Murray Gold, because... Uh, trust me, there's plenty of episodes of that. <laughs> but I, I grew to, I grew to quite like the old fella. But I like this. This is always a, a sp- speaking as someone who scored a 20 minute film once. <laughs> this is an approach I tend to prefer, like atmospherics and scoring events rather than yeah. people having themes like motifs and yeah, things yeah. like that that keep coming. I have back. to say that was a very Murray thing I to do. Didn't find the music super noticeable or intrusive which I think is on balance probably a better better mm. thing I like I'm not you'd saying have, that I, you'd, not, have sp- you'd have noticed yeah. if it wasn't there yeah, yeah absolutely I'm not saying that it's an uh, absolute rule that if you notice the music it's mm. bad but I think given the choice between it being very obvious and it sort of not <laughs> I yeah. prefer not being too aware of it um so yeah, I, I, the the problem I had with Murray with the, the themes is that I think you would occasionally use someone's theme in a whole different context when they weren't about, and it was very confusing. Yeah, and but, also you do get the feeling it's like oh he likes this one, so he's, you're just going to hear it every episode or something mm. like that, and it sort of takes like, you out a little bit. That's what Michael Giacchino was like in Lost as well, and I, I like his work per se, but he would reuse things mm. a lot. And there's a there's a theme in that called life 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 and death life or death I think it's life and death, which is like everyone's death scene thing, no matter who it is or the scenario it will come in. <laughs> uh, spoilers: people die during the run of Lost. Um, I think you probably knew that. But... I think I probably could have guessed. Yeah. And it's it's a lovely little tune, but each time it's like yes, we know we're we know we're sad. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. fine. Um, that does remind me. I mean, we do also go on. Uh, any potential first-time listeners, we do tend to yeah, the, wander around a lot, generally. The point I was going to make about this, yeah. by the way, is um, people have waited so long for this. They, they, there are, there are. A, we've whittled it now down to a sort of hardcore of people who just like to hear us talk about things. Yeah. So if they get like ten minutes Doctor Who content, and the rest of it is us catching up, I think they won't mind so much. No, I mean, yeah, there was a point where it was like the podcast was just us. Hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was you know the time we spent together was pretty much doing the podcast. Yeah, um, I was just going to say that I've been I've been watching uh, a lot of Smallville with our friend Mary, who mm-hmm. is a big fan, and I didn't realise that Mark Snow did a lot of the music for Smallville. Does it sound exactly like X Files music anyway? It does rather. Um, it's very like noticeable, especially his bad comedy music. Oh man, the bad comedy music from yes. the X Files, particularly which. Is yes, there is also bad comedy music in Smallville, believe it or not. <laughs> Funnily enough, there's not a huge amount of bad comedy music in Millennium. One of the grimmest shows yeah, ever made. It's pretty, it's pretty grim, yeah. Although there is there is at least 
there's at least a couple of comedy episodes in that, a com- more comedic episodes. I've seen one of them. Although they're, they're darkly comedic, yeah. yes. There's also a fantastic one in season three where um, uh, Lance, Lance Henriksen's character, Frank Black, is... Uh, <laughs> yes, he's called Frank Black, fix his fans. Um, is the advisor on a Hollywood movie based on one of his old cases. So it's got like the young hunky guy playing Frank Black in it, and it's a, it's a very scream episode. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's quite funny. I believe there's a hardcore of the fan base who really can't stand it. So I think it's obviously I think obviously it's great. I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to, to sort of circle back to Doctor Who, yeah, Ooh. I thought the um, the effects were actually like the effects work is really good. It doesn't like sometimes it can look a little ropey, Doctor Who, as we know. Um, like the alien gourd looks great. Um, yeah, the, yeah. There's the on the on the sort of light square effects. I'm demonstrating with my hands. It's not very good. The, yeah, the, the sort of Ryan Ryan presses. Ryan opens yeah. Up. yeah, yeah. Um, the the actual um, God, the thing that's the information gatherer, which I think looks like. Have you ever seen the film Grabbers by any chance? I have. Irish horror film. Ooh. It's good. Uh, sort of comedy horror film. Yeah. Um, the creatures in Grabbers, which I always want to say like Grabbers because it's set on a remote Irish island uh, and that's how they say it. Um, that makes that, sense. Uh, yeah, the, the creatures in that look a lot like this thing as in like a, lot of, tentacle, a lot of tentacles. Yeah. Um, where it's sort of a circular shape made entirely out of tentacles. I thought that thing looked really good. Um, the train section is incredibly dark. <laughs> yes, it's visually not uh, so much tonally. In that, I think I had the problem with that the first time I watched it as well. Is that I couldn't tell what was going on there. Yeah, and and I still was, can't so much. That was when I didn't live in a place with two, like two windows into the room in the direction the sun's coming from, and light coloured curtains. That don't oh, I didn't really even mention that. Yeah, this is a new place to record. I don't know, I've lost count of how many different. Uh, Locales we've recorded in, but uh, it's got to be in. Uh, it's only the third living place for me. Oh yeah, but I'm around. I move a lot. <laughs> that's true. You, th- we haven't recorded at your current place. That's correct. But we've got to do that at some point. Oh, absolutely. If you'd like to, I think we should just for you know completion sake. Of course. Um, and then I think we once recorded at a place neither of us were living at, which was in Hendon. Didn't oh. we do like a? It was. Didn't we do? Um, oh, we did do an emergency one. Yes, at a party it was uh, upstairs it was when the, you had a bleeding toe. Yeah, it was the Neil Gaiman Cyberman episode. I oh, think. Nightmare in Silver. That's the one. Good lord, that's uh, a. Yeah, that's that's not a, that's not a good episode. I think if you average him out, he's still doing okay, Neil Gaiman. But like that's mainly because I really enjoyed the Doctor's Wife a lot, <laughs> and then that one was of his two episodes. I, I believe it was fiddled with uh, to the, the to the to an extent that he just, he doesn't really talk about uh, Gaiman. I don't really uh, I don't really know what happened there. No. But like we don't know what happened with Rob Shearman who wrote Dalek or whatever. Right, yeah, you know, yeah. Back in the day. Oh God, it takes me back. Uh, um, right, let's try and at least talk a little bit about the woman who fell to. Um, yeah. So, how high up was that TARDIS when she fell out of it? It was in Earth's orbit, surely. Yeah, that was the thing. I'd actually forgotten enough that when I was watching it this time and she falls through the train, I was like, oh, they mm. must explain it later how that um, <laughs> how, how that happened. And it's like, oh, no, they don't. The only thing we've got in terms of established Doctor Who canon is the Christmas invasion where Tennant gets his hand cut off and then he grows another hand because he's still in the regeneration process. Mm-hmm. And it happens almost immediately. So maybe... 
you could fall from Earth's atmosphere into a train <laughs> and you're kind of alright. Also, your clothes are fine. And it sort of happens to land you where, near where the weird well, alien stuff is. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so troubled about that. Yeah, That's yeah. the Doctor. The Doctor falls into these situations very literally in this instance. Yeah, yeah. Um, fair enough. It's like, it just... I, yeah, it's weird that there's not even... Because it's like, if that's your cliffhanger of the previous episode, it's like, to not even have a line acknowledging it, it's <laughs> yeah, kind just, of an odd decision. Just, I've lost Mitardis. Yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, but <laughs> never mind. Um, I know what you mean about that. I think you articulated something that I didn't... I was kind of struggling to add. It's like, it does feel a little bit lightweight, despite kind of... You know, there's... you know there's, The stakes are reasonably high for the characters involved. Mm. But I don't know, it just... It's odd, because it's got a lot to do, and it yeah. does it well. It introduces, like, a Doctor, but also, like, Three. four well, additional yeah, four characters. Com- yeah. As you know, obviously Grace doesn't make it to the end, yeah, yeah. but you know who she is. You, yeah, you know exactly what her behaviour is going to be. Everyone is very well drawn. And to say, even the randoms, like the granddad security officer... Yeah, he only gets, like, a few lines, and he, you know, and he feels like a real character, which is, <laughs> yeah. a, it is a difficult thing to do. Um, I appreciate Weirdly, it. the guy who feels less like a character is... Was his name Kevin? The crane operator? Uh, well, God, what is his name? <laughs> <laughs> That's, see, there's a That's problem good, yeah. right there. Um, but anyway, yeah, the guy who's the target for Tim Shaw. Yeah. Uh, could you call him Tim Shaw? They've gone with that joke. <laughs> That's yeah, and, fine. It, and it has, like, you know, it has a plot and it has a threat and it has an alien and it's all kind of resolved. Hmm. And you know they do all the bits, and the Doctor builds a new sonic screwdriver, and we can we that sort of bits go, and pieces, and like one bit of alien tech. So I'm like, oh, all right, then. all right, yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> if we're talking, yeah. I mean, it's Doctor. You have to have a certain amount of technology bullshit that mm. you let go. I, I mean, tell you what, though, technology bullshit. That that phone business. That's, that's the phone. worst offender. Yeah, uh, it's very in keeping with modern Doctor Who and and the spin-offs that like you can. One way or another, get modern smartphones to do or computers Pretty to do anything. any goddamn thing. Yeah. I'm thinking of um, the Torchwood, not Children of Earth, the other one, the Miracle Day. Miracle Day. Where How the, could you forget? Where someone had the app that turned like a regular iPhone into like a heat sensitive camera, like oh, a clear camera. I about but it was that. just a downloadable app. I'm yeah, like, I mean, no. <laughs> there was a lot of. I mean, there was a lot of stupid stuff in Miracle Day, so it was difficult to. If it was just like a regular character, I would sort of look the other way. But I remember these were like people looking for uh, live like living bodies, bodies emitting heat, so yeah. they could go and incinerate them. Uh, like they were like government sponsored, they would have the equipment. Yeah, they wouldn't just have a shitty like app. Yeah, you can get an app that makes things look like it was filmed. <laughs> right. Yeah. But never mind. For more talk about Miracle Day, we got a whole load of those. We got a whole load of that. Where got... every episode title is an anagram of Miracle Day. <laughs> yeah. We did very well. Yeah, because I, I I was thinking, oh, medical ray. <laughs> was that rad? Icy lame. <laughs> a real uh, DIYMC with a mine. I remember that. Oh, race. Milady, <laughs> fun doing it as well, especially as we kind of Cam- started out Cam- very optimistic. And Camel then, dairy, and then um, progressively became much less so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sorry, Pepsi problems. Yeah, uh, but an incredibly long-winded intro to playing um, 
the cult of personality by living. Oh color. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <coughs> we got to. I'm glad we got to spring that one on everyone. Yes. Um, Tim Shaw. Then I quite like the teeth in the face thing. I mean, they're all kind of human-looking teeth, which um, is the thing that slightly bothers me. Uh, yeah, our listener Pinky has, has trypophobia. Oh boy. <laughs> and so. Um, I don't know if you know what that is, listeners, but um, have a Google of that. But it, particularly, how would you describe it? It's it's an aversion to like re- repeated patterns, or yeah, holes I usually think like of that. it as like holes. But I know, what, but yes, repeated patterns, kind of um, like uh, I would say, if you have that condition, like possibly listen, uh, listen the other way for me because I was talking about. Oh. Again with Mary about that. Have you seen that toad that where the its um, offspring kind of hatch out of its back? Oh, I haven't. Yeah, they all have I, this little hole that they hatch. Out. And there's I've something seen, I've seen gremlins. So yeah, get the idea. This, the, yeah, there's something I like it. It doesn't affect me very badly, but I sort of get that kind of general uneasiness about it. I think that's why I kind of like that design because it sort of mm. makes me feel kind of uneasy in a yeah. Like yeah. the stens are just yeah. whack because without he's just some um, he's a blue dude. Yeah, yeah. Who some I mean he somehow manages to survive at a temperature far greater than he's used to. But uh, you know again, what? yeah. <laughs> I think maybe the suit does that, but only when he's got the helmet on. But he takes it off to look all weird. Yeah, yeah and then that's... sort of explains exactly what he's doing, which is uh, it's like, it's all right. I mean, it's like the doctor's like trying to figure it out, and then he mm. just kind of tells. Tells her everything that's going on as well, but I can live with that. Of you course, know. all the other times he's he's like he's dressed for the uh, the disappointing free radical design game Hive, <laughs> um, the game that killed the studio. <laughs> you you like him um, the best fucking scene? In the the show. guy throw the guy throwing the um, all the salad out of his kebab. yeah. He encounters a, 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 a possibly a drunkard having a, a kebab on his way home. <laughs> Uh, yeah, who encounters a, a a tall, sinister, sort of chic, sleek, black, armored like alien thing? And we so doesn't know it's an alien. He just assumes it's some Joker wearing a Halloween costume and throws salad too at early. him. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, he's not gonna be. You know, he's not gonna throw any of the meat or the. Bath. He's right. just gonna like pull out bits of tomato from his kebab, and then he um, gets ah, oh, <laughs> and then like. <laughs> Stamps on his kebab, <laughs> and I think I looked at it. It's like, oh, I think he's got chili sauce on it. It's like, yeah, good, good shout there. <laughs> I mean, I, I get my kebabs with salad, and I eat the salad, so you know. Of course, no, the same here. I haven't had a kebab for a while, and also, um, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I also don't eat a lot of meat these days, so I haven't had. And also, I just. You know, haven't been drunk and in the vicinity of. A also, where you're going, you're going to have to give them that Greek name, won't you? Hiros, Giros. Yeah. That's a kebab because you're gonna you're gonna yeah. shish kebab surely. Yeah, but they do have doner kebabs, but they call them duna kebabs as well. Oh, fine. this is all the stuff I'm gonna have to get used to. Yeah. Lots of stuff. Yeah, learning you can like you can turn right on a red light. <laughs> is oh, is yeah, it left? Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, right. It's right on a on a on a red. Yeah, <laughs> that's mad. The light's red. What are you doing? Yeah, it's more like oh. Uh, well, I mean, I will have to get used. I mean, I won't have to get used to it as a driver because I don't actually drive at the moment. But yeah, I will. But as a pedestrian, you go, as a pedestrian, oh, well, the lights red, like, so it'll be fine. Oh shit! No, 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 no! This dickhead's trying to run me over. Yeah. And you're 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 in a state where they don't care. If you're in LA, you'll have that right of way law. <laughs> Just stop. Yeah, Florida drivers are. Oh yes, it is Florida. I'm going to do it. Yeah, they're mm. um. America's way. <laughs> They're, they they prefer the sunshine state, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I 
come to this end since this is my field of these words, but uh, yeah, their drivers are pretty bad. And also, I've seen them in action as well. Mm. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. I wonder how they all stack up against the drivers in Malta. <laughs> I don't know, but... Uh, um, I don't know. I've been, I've been yeah, a pedestrian in Marrakesh, to... so uh, oh, I feel like nothing's... <laughs> I was like, you know, I managed to get through that. Yeah. I, I, I do remember going to Paris when I was a young teenager and thinking that was... That was terrifying, and like I had no idea <laughs> how it could be. But never mind, um, Tim Shaw. Yeah, so the the social media people. Um, I'm just checking that they haven't unmuted the microphone. That I have unmuted the microphone. Rather, yeah. it's all good. I that's don't have good. a. I don't have like a progress thing. Sadly, it's oh, all okay, just that's all right. ticking over. Um, social media people. So. They were like, "This is the most relatable bit of the episode to go with yeah. the kebab." Or like, "Yeah, this is me. <laughs> this, this is how I'd react." I'll eat my salad, Halloween. <laughs> Speaking of social media, we enjoyed uh, pausing and having a close look at Ryan's YouTube channel. Oh, his his metric noise metrics, like his the ratio. Yeah, because he's got nineteen views, but he's got eleven thumbs up and two thumbs down. So he's got a pretty good like for the amount of views engagement, engagement yeah. and also from thirty seven subscribers. And the video is just called "Hey." Yeah, <laughs> but. I do actually like it's quite an obvious one, but I do actually quite I do quite like the switcheroo they do at the beginning, where he's talking about the greatest woman he he knows. It, it, it got me because yeah. I was at the end. I was like, oh, I should have fucking seen that coming. Mm. <laughs> but uh, and like mind. yeah, like Graham's um, speech at the funeral, like it's it's well done. Oh, um, it's absolutely well done. I mean, I I, I kind of assume. Because I I know Doctor Who and you know, at this point because you know when they kind of announced Bradley Walsh I was like okay not mm. you know not like necessarily your first choice but it's like, I bet that he'll be really good and they'll do a kind of a Catherine Tate thing where he'll show depth that you weren't aware of and like already in that first episode I'm like yeah I'm on board with him as a companion. Well, I, I I will absolutely admit I had that with Catherine Tate because yeah. I, 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 you know, she was very most mostly known for comedy to me yeah. and I didn't like the kind of comedy she did and I didn't like right. the way she did it. Yeah. You know, clearly talented and it just didn't appeal to me. Yeah. And also the thing about The Runaway Bride is it's absolutely stunt casting. She's not in there to grow as a character. Mm-hmm. She's there to, you know, be, hey, it's Catherine Tate. She's and big she and exciting. she pretty much does what she yeah, acts, and she's annoying. <laughs> she does, yeah, pretty much what you might have expected her to do in that episode. I think that, hmm. like, she does, like, what kind of, like, you might assume she would do, I guess. Yeah, and obviously yeah. she has, you know, you, you better travel with someone because, you know, you need someone to stop you being a fucking scary bastard. Yeah. Uh, which is true enough. And then when she came back I think I was not too thrilled about the concept of that and then oh my god I was a fucking idiot because she was brilliant and she yeah. was really good and she was so well written and it all grew over the whole and thing she definitely and Donna definitely deserved better as a character yeah a, well no a but better I, ending certainly. I guess that but I look you know could you always have a happy ending I like the heartbreak ending and then yeah, they yeah. kind of slightly muffaged it a bit at the yeah. end of time parts one and two um, they fudged a lot of stuff. <laughs> they did. <laughs> so um, uh, that was the reaction a lot of people had to Bradley Walsh because yeah. they, uh, of a certain age, they either know Bradley Walsh as a sort of early nineties comedian who mm-hmm. was friends with like Joe Pasquale and people like that, uh, and Brian Conley. <laughs> yeah, they would show up in like not very funny. No, sort of not quite Jim Davidson 
offensive levels, but very broad, yes, uh, sort of regular ITV Saturday comedy yeah. um, that might not travel very well to an international audience, but um, Joe knows it's the sort of thing I mean. Yeah. Um, or they know him as like a the game, host, show, host. The, a game yeah. show host, like the host of the chase. Like, yeah. For years, I didn't know Bob Monkhouse was a, a comic actor, or indeed a very funny comedic person. I only knew him hosting game shows. I, I kind of weirdly knew it because there, there was a we used to have a VHS tape of mm. Bob Monkhouse. That was it was like it's too hot for TV. It was, <laughs> and like I ne- someone never watched it, even though it was like I think it was an eighteen. I was like, oh boy, I can't, yeah. can't wait to see what's on here. And I know that if I'd have watched it as a kid, I just it would, I would know all of the jokes would have gone over my head, and mm. I'd be like, I don't get this. What's what's so funny? I don't know, there's no boobs or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but regarding Bradley Walsh, he was also like one of the lead characters in the UK version of Law and Order. He was, as yes. they call it, Law and Order UK, um, with Freema Agumans. Freema Agumans in it. Yeah. Uh, I think Peter Davison's in some as well. I think you're right. Yeah, um, I should know that better. But actually, why should I? It's not a Law and Order podcast. <laughs> Law and Order noise. <laughs> I'm not editing that. In. You just have to put up with me going. <laughs> um, so I knew he could probably act a bit. Yeah. And bloody hell, can't he? He can, yeah. <laughs> He's really good. Mm. <laughs> he establishes himself well enough. Um, as I say, it's... first episode, and it's like, yeah, I'm on board with him as a, as a companion. I think they can do... It's Not... all, I think it's it's always... I always like when they have, uh, the, the you know, what they do with an, an, an older companion, shall we say... Mm. Uh, which you know, it didn't always used to be the case. As we as we know, the the companions were young, you know, yeah. attractive. T- <laughs> I would not want to say yeah. teens, but you know, yeah, obviously, early, st- usually early twenties. Yeah. Um. But you know, I think in recent years they they have had some fun kind of doing stuff with you know breaking that mold a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but more specifically here, the thing they're doing here, and I don't know. I don't know if it's born out of Chibnall just liking there being more people in a TARDIS. Some yeah. people do, some people yeah, like a yeah. sort of Doctor and Three Companions thing. Or whether they're doing what they did when Peter Davison came on board because we'd had Tom Baker for eight years. Yeah. And for a lot of viewers, a lot of young viewers, there'd been no other kind of Doctor Who. It wasn't, and also you couldn't see it. You know, you yeah. knew there'd been other people playing with Doctor, but you hadn't actually seen it. Mm. It was just sort of a thing that you know had happened. Yeah. So there was a, obviously a worry that they might not take to the bloke from All Creatures Great and Small. So you put in three, <laughs> like... So, so yeah, a you, bunch put in, of, yeah. you put in that. But also maybe there's a sense of you start writing these scripts before you really know the person you're going to get Yeah. as well. So you cover a lot of bases with it. Um, I don't know... How many? Like a lot. Of, I know a lot of the writers for later episodes were like, "Well, you know, we wrote for a male doctor because they obviously they weren't get they the the scripts were commissioned ages ago, so they weren't going to blow the fact they were doing they were going to do this yeah. <clears throat> casting a woman as opposed to specifically Jodie Whittaker, mm-hmm. who, by the way, is very good. Yes, um, I'll get onto that in a bit. Yeah. Um. So they. So you just write. They've written a sort of generic. I've I've heard other writers say that you kind of, you kind of just write a generic doctor, and then it's in the actor kind of fills it out a bit. And I'm sure you know you you tailor it to the specific person a bit, but you can sort. Of, I can see how you would write just sort of the doctor as a character. 
Um, well, that, that does lead me into the thing I was going to say, but yeah. um, we, I'm sure we talked about this in Victory of the Daleks, but um, the, when Stephen Moffat read the script for that by Mark Gatiss, yeah. he was like, the Doctor's really very sort of John Pertwee in yeah, this. Yeah. And I think Gatiss hadn't kind of realised, I think if he's writing for a a not like a, a non corporeal yeah on a a doctor rather than a finalized person mm. but that's, i could also that's see the doctor he lands on yeah i could see i was going to say i could see gators writing for mm. you know you or just any writer going back to sort of what your childhood doctor is let's say as as your kind of I can see base that. or like as your you know Standard Doctor, I guess. Yeah, I do, like. I'm not a writer, so I don't know what yeah. I do. Would I write a Sylvester McCoy? I don't know, <laughs> because also he was an incredibly inconsistent character. Not his fault. Yeah. Um, just very odd stuff. Um, but yes, Jodie Whittaker, we, we haven't talked about yet. He's really good. I mean, I think your first episode is always a bit of a the the first episode as the Doctor is always a bit of a tricky one because you're not because we have the the tradition now where like you know the dot's not done yet and so yeah. you're, you're not really playing the character you're going to become and you remember that peter capaldi started off very different yeah Ali. that was that was rough yeah that whole whole season of but but am i a good man yeah. <laughs> so yes <laughs> yes you are like there's probably places in which you could improve but hey yeah, yeah overall you're doing we know right. yeah yeah <laughs> so never mind um i thought I haven't seen Deep Breath for quite some time. I can't. I can't imagine going back to it now. And he's sort of talking to a giant dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> and he's kind of moody in it as well, isn't he? And he's uh, yeah. That's why I was really glad of the pilot when they did a series nine. Is it ten? I can't remember. It's ten. Yeah. The 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 Pearl Mackey series. Yeah, yeah, of Bill. yeah. Like just a a whole thing all on its own. Fantastic. Good yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember enjoying. Series then, and I'm go back and listen to the episode podcast to prove it. But yeah, but right. So um, I don't know how much. Again, he knew of. I don't know when Chibnall wrote this, but yeah, when you're doing this, you have you don't have much sense of what your doctor's going to be, how she can play it, you know, and things like that. So you end up writing your doctor doing. Doctory Three things. things. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. We both do the same thing. Like the sticking the finger in the nose and yeah. saying, Oh, it's gonna be two minutes oh, nineteen. God, I oh no, forget that. that. It's a bit of yeah, that's a bit of a there's, wacky one. There's yeah. business. Yeah. And the problem is like the doctor is very very inconsistent regardless of who's playing him or her. They're like, Oh, you're you're psychic now, are you? <laughs> you can yeah. you can read minds and control the No, no, you're not. You can oh, if you've got radiation poisoning, you can kick it out of your foot into your shoe. Yeah. Alright, fine. Oh, you're allergic to certain gases in the Praxis range? Just this one? Yeah, fine. I mean, that's Doctor Who is a series, generally. Mm. And that's... I mean, that might yeah. be part of the whole regeneration aspect, that you sort of... That you sort of... Different weird abilities. Yeah, you sort of pick a random uh, bonus and a random, like, new weakness. <laughs> you weirdo. Yeah. Um, so... I will say that... I'm glad you're here. At <laughs> no point... It was kind of like, as soon as she appeared, I was like... I mean, not that I thought I would go like, you know, mm. that's not the Doctor. Because um, that, you know... Not, not you know, oh, no, consciously, no, no. but at no point did I sort of... I don't know, it does... You have that, you have that worry with yeah, any yeah. new actor yeah, in the yeah, role. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's not, let's not make I, ourselves I think, feel bad. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, certainly for Capaldi, because he was so well-known beforehand, like mm. couldn't see him as the Doctor for a while. Mm. Um... 
I didn't, I guess because I haven't really, se- I mean, it might help that I've not really seen, I'm aware of Jodie Whittaker, but I don't think I've seen her in a lot of stuff. Mm. So it's not like I associated her with another role. Yeah. It was just like, okay, here's the Doctor. But it turns out I'd seen her in Attack the Block, but I hadn't really kind of have formed a strong memory of that character, except that, like, she's a woman who gets mugged and has a really shit evening, but like, <laughs> people don't really sort of take, take into account how bad a time she's had in it. Because, hey... But it makes me think, um, you've been watching, as you say, you've been watching a lot of Superman material. I've been watching, yep. re-watching some of the things, and I was watching a documentary about the making of the first Superman, and um, it was Richard Donner saying, like, you had to get a, an unknown mm-hmm. to play Superman, because if you're going to put, like, Robert Redford or Dustin Hoffman in the cape and right, have them yeah. flying around, people just won't buy it at all, because it'll look silly. Right, yeah. So that's the thing with Doctor Who. Can you do it with an established actor? And the problem is, they did do that with an established actor right off the bat, because William Hartnell was yeah, quite yeah. well-known. I think Troughton was quite well-known. I like Peter. But he was from, known from the Navy Lark. Yeah. So actually, maybe I'm just talking nonsense. The first true... And not even like a true... They found him with no prior acting experience whatsoever. People didn't really know who Tom Baker was. Yeah, I was going to say Tom Baker was fairly unknown. I like Pete Davidson was obviously in All Creatures Great and Small, so yeah. he had a profile from that. I don't think Colin Baker was super. Um, I, we say that, but he had a. There was a drama from the, I think the, maybe the seventies or the eighties called The Brothers mm-hmm. that he was in, which was quite well known and highly oh, okay. regarded. But is as I as I say before my time, mm-hmm. so I couldn't really tell you how fondly remembered it yeah. is, but he was sort of known. And Sylvester McCoy was known for being on, like, Heartbeat. Not Heartbeat, but um, a different Tony Hart show, yeah. and doing weird stuff with Ken Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Paul McGann, of course, with Nail and I and Scott Then Christopher Eccleston. So actually, maybe yeah, yeah, I'm talking yeah. nonsense. Complete nonsense. I think there's a bit of an idea that it... it Maybe there's an idea that it's sort of better with someone less known, but I'd say both Tennant and Smith, um, Smith more so. Was, it goes, yeah. yeah, I think it goes without saying my two absolute favourites, I think, are probably Baker and Smith because yeah. they just arrived. Yeah. And it, you could sort of believe they were just, they derived from space. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it makes it, it kind of makes it easier to believe in, in a way. David Tennant, I hadn't seen in many things, but I had seen I had seen Casanova. I had also seen Casanova, or some of Casanova. So I'd also yeah. heard uh, Murray Gold's bad synth music, <laughs> <laughs> but he was doing like baroque chamber music, but on a synthesizer. Not his fault; he didn't have the budget for doing other things. But sort of like, well, it reflected poorly on yeah. him. Burping sounds, no. Yes. <laughs> um, apologies to everyone. Uh, I might edit that out if I spot it, but I probably haven't. If I'm being honest with you, um, that's because of the Pepsi Max, of course, the the fab- fabled and fabulous non-sponsor of this podcast. Um, I like the people in it. I like the people. In it. I think the. Um, I mean, I think the. Uh, Cliffhanger at the end is really good. Again, it's like the Doctor. It's like how much how much more stuff does the Doctor need to make in this episode? But it's like, all right, all right. <laughs> well, that was more of a yeah, strange relay. But you again, if you've got some alien tech, you can fudge it yeah, with yeah. A, a microwave and things. And it clearly doesn't work the way she intends it to yeah, anyway. Yeah. I do wonder if um, I. I'm guessing. Or perhaps they deliberately left it open for hmm. Simshaw to return because obviously he, he hits the uh, return 
Uh, that's like, true. As he's fallen off the crane. Yeah, after our, our our little mate tries to murder him. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that's justifiable. So I kind of get it, but he was leaving anyway. Because he was about to blow up. Because it's not of clear information if he was he couldn't actually have going had. to blow up. Because, I don't know, that, that again is a weird, like... That's another bit. I, like, I know I already said that you've you absorbed some bombs some of of, yeah, through data, or, or you've absorbed like the the physical feeling of the bomb, which the which again the doctor took out somehow. Like because she did it with she somehow did it immediately with a phone, mm. like just zapped her own one, and then I guess did everyone else's at some point. I suppose that was the other thing. It's like. Wow, I can't believe she got a f- she managed to uh, reformat like her phone so quickly. There's like, things we're talking about that may sound like we're taking fault with the episode. In the actual thing is, we don't remember the specifics. We, I mean, we just watched it. We didn't take notes. We're this is a very casual podcast. Yeah, extremely. It's casual. become very casual over the last <laughs> ten years or however long we've been doing it. Oh, I mean, it's a long old time. It's it's a, it's nine nine um, years. That's quite a lot of years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm 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 pleased that we made it this far. To be yeah. honest, you know, I think that's an achievement. Absolutely, um, I think I don't need to go on about it much more, other than the fact that I did like it on the two tier yeah. system. Absolutely, I, I did. I think as a first episode, I mean, a lot of debut episodes aren't necessarily the best mm. um, for incoming doctors, and you know, generally, you know. The, uh, new person at the helm, new doctor, you know, new everything. It's going to take a little while to settle in. So, considering all that, I think it does a pretty good job setting up. And you know, and I was, I say I got to the end and wanted to watch more, which clearly wasn't the, po- the clearly wasn't the case last time. But you know, I don't know. It doesn't feel like so much. I know it. It's nice to watch it now, and not feel like it's an obligation. Just feel like it's the pro- that program I like and I want to watch again. Um, so that's good. But yes, I think going for feedbacks. Not a bad idea. You'll be pleased to know that the feedback actually doesn't contain any voice feedback. It's two emails, uh, and I think I'll pass my phone to you, and you can do the biz, and all I'll right. do the other one. Do you want the longer email or the shorter email? I'll go for the long one, all right. There you go, Why then. not? This is from... Oh, it's from Kirsten, who... Kirsten, legend of Besiegel. <laughs> Every time, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's, it's... I just thought, should I stop and we get ready for things? No, I want to see if we can do this all one take. Yeah. A whole It's podcast. nice getting back into these old jokes. It's like putting on an old pair of trousers. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, so Ooh. comfortable. Oh, there's some money in the pocket, maybe, that I've forgotten about. There's no money in this pocket. <laughs> that, that's clear enough. If anything, it's costing us. Yeah, she starts... Oh, October 16th, God... Oh, well, better late than never, I yeah, guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hey, cool dudes, she starts. I absolutely. hope all is well. It was not, but it's getting Hooray! better. I'm going to get right down to business. Uh, Jodie Whittaker is amazing. I was never worried that she, would, she wouldn't be, but she's so naturally and completely the Doctor. I hope people who were on the fence about whether her casting was a social justice warrior gimmick are relieved. Those who were convinced, on the other hand, I don't think there's anything... Those who were convinced, on the other hand, sorry, I don't think there's anything she could do to win them over because I don't really think their hatred is actually about her or Doctor Who, for that matter. Oh, I keep getting recommended YouTube mm-hmm. videos with titles like How to Alienate Your Audience <laughs> with a picture of a... S, you know the yeah. SJW it's crowd. Like, no YouTube, I don't like this kind of stuff. What went wrong with Doctor Who series? Whatever. Whoa, Whoa. sorry to get heavy. Stepping away from that now. Uh, Grace was brilliant. Agreed, and she kept and she just kept getting better as the episode went on. I started mm. mourning for her before she died because I knew <laughs> Graham and Ryan wouldn't go off with the Doctor 
It wouldn't go for the Doctor or the wife slash grandma that great at home. Yeah, we, we'd already seen the picture of oh, that's the true. three companions and the Doctor, so yeah. we knew she wasn't going to be in the picture one way or another. Yeah, I like that the companions went with the Doctor accidentally this time. Yeah. That hasn't, that hasn't happened in a while. I hope they react more like Barbara and Ian than Tegan, who, as I recall, was not that <laughs> up into it. Yeah, that, that, yes, in terms of accident. Well, the weird thing with Barbara and Ian is that is a, an actual abduction. Yeah. They, they are deliberately taken away. <laughs> Whereas uh, Tegan just wanders into yeah. a TARDIS by mistake. I have so much more to say, but it's more about how I felt after watching the Ghost Monuments. I'll save it for my next Ooh. email. I'll be right back, and so will we at some point. Okie doke. Um, the taking the companions, this is, again, a little hold of to when you're writing the Doctor, you don't know what they're going to be like. Yeah. So he says a line right to the end of all three of them, which is something like, I'm almost going to miss you, or something yeah. like that. And it feels really wrong, <laughs> the way she delivers it, or something like because she already seems to really like all of them. Yeah. Like, I don't know why she would say something like, oh, I'll almost miss you. <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's, it's almost like one of those lines you put in to be, like, obvious foreshadowing. And like sometimes, and again, maybe this is just coming from Smallville again. It's like there's so much like oh, clumsy like foreshadowing about stuff. It's not quite the level. Oh, there's there's all these jokes. It's like oh, imagine Clark working as a, a journalist in Metropolis. Uh, ha ha ha! Wouldn't that be funny? It's just a lot of stuff like this. You're like oh god. Oh, that reminds me. Um, I don't know if you remember a YouTube concept called Our RoboCop Remake. I do. Uh, um, they, the one that where. They got a bunch of people and everyone made like redid like a scene yeah. in their own style and then I think yes, I think I watched a lot, if not all of it. They broke all of Robocop down into several scenes yeah. and it, it starts really poorly because almost everyone has a joke like, you know, oh Officer Frank Fredrickson is on death's door. If if only they could turn him into some sort of robotic police officer, yeah. that would be fantastic. Or yeah. you know, Murphy, I'm just worried if you go in there they'll yeah, blow yeah. they'll blow you to death and shoot your hand off and you'll yeah. turn into some kind of robot cop. <laughs> yeah. And it's really poor <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um right, I've got a problem here in that there's feedback from Eric and he says Hey there, Joe and Chris. Another new season of Doctor Who means more feedback from me, Eric. That's that's good news. <laughs> he says, here's my voicemail for episode one. Send over episode two shortly. Thanks, Eric. There's nothing attached to this email. <laughs> uh, which makes sense, because another of his emails says something like, more voice feedback, and it's for, um, <laughs> it's for the ghost monument and not for things at all. So I tell you what, Eric, I will have a, I will have a hunt through this inbox... And if you have sent us woman who fell to earth feedback, I'll find it and <laughs> dig it out for next time. How does that sound? Otherwise, sorry, like this is what happens when we don't yes. check it for a long time. Right, so um, in terms of uh, this, this, the final season, <laughs> um, I don't know if we should play Slick's Requiem as the end <laughs> music of this one or right at the very end. I would say with this one, I like Requiem by Slick. Go for it. Right? The, um, the sort of uh, Bay City Rollers style boy band with Midyear in it. Oh yeah, it's a great record. He didn't write it, but um, it's great anyway. Yeah, because um, we watched that um, performance of them on t- Top of the Pops. Top of the Pops, where he looks very young. <laughs> he does probably because he is. 
So um, I can't promise it's weekly, but we're looking to maintain some kind of recording schedule, which may involve us actually recording several episodes at a time, but still releasing them separately. That being the case, there is no formal structure for uh, <laughs> feedback. Which will probably not surprise you. Like, no formal structure is kind of yeah. how we do things. If you've got feedback, send us feedback. <laughs> if we've got it by the time we record, we will put it in. If not... Sorry! We might still... Oh no, we might do like a feedback special. Yeah. After um, the New Year's um, special episode that will, uh, as as it stands, be our final episode. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, funny. We have to record ourselves giving each like, other a big hug. What was I doing hug? for New Year's? I remember what I was doing for New Year's. What were it was you a doing? good one. I was at Sibs and Elena was here. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so we got to see in the New Year together and then I had to take her to the airport uh, yeah. and I didn't watch the Doctor Who. Obviously. I think I probably just felt really sad instead. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. But never mind. But, you know, we'll be together forever soon enough. <laughs> oh, so you want that Rick Astley song? <laughs> together forever. I don't not want to. Uh, um, who knows what will come up. Since I'm editing on the iPad, it will be something that I've bought on iTunes that I can draw in. Otherwise, nothing's happening at all. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I was almost going to make a joke about how we should say, like, coming up on the final season of the Lemonade Podcast and just have a load of guests that are going <laughs> to Just all the same guests. Mark Addy. <laughs> Alan Cumming. <laughs> Yeah, it was an interesting decision. Um, yeah, oh, we're we back in the podcast. Talk yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's that last <laughs> bit where it's like, and instead of doing a trailer, they were just like, here are some people that's going to be, that are going to be. Yeah, so otherwise it would be, oh, it's going to be a portentous line from every series, right, every yeah. episode that doesn't make much sense. And I, I, I don't mind this idea, especially since there were some quite well-known names and some less well-known names, yeah, yeah. but they're all elevated to the same status yeah. of the, they're important enough to be a draw yeah. to someone. Because, like, I, like, it turns out I have actually seen some sex in the city, so I did know Chris Noth. And I was watching I a lot of The Good Wife, which is mostly where I know him from. So, but, yeah. but I didn't know him by name, yeah, and I yeah. didn't recognise him by face. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, so I had to look him up and was like, oh, right, it's big. Fine. Yeah. I'd yeah. have preferred Carl McLaughlin yeah. in that role, and indeed in any role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Almost. I'm with you on that. Also, speaking of Robocop, what are they going to cast Peter Weller and uh, Warwick Davis as relatives? Because they look exactly the same. They do look really They're just similar. incredibly different heights. Yeah, we could do a twins remake. Or no, no, no. Robocop and a half. Robocop and a half. <laughs> it's, it's right there. It's Robocop perfect. Robocop 1.5. Yeah. yeah. Set it between... Oh, no. Oh my god, yes, you're right. <laughs> uh, there's, there's plenty of untapped potential like Hollywood, between... contact us uh, to give us our check. <laughs> Can someone do a full CGI Daniel O'Hellahy, please? God, yeah. Get a, get, a, get, a, get a fella in from Cork to do the voice. Yeah. That, that wasn't my attempt, but um, it happened anyway. Yeah. We had a time getting it here. <laughs> oh, you won't believe how we did it. Um, that's awful. That feedback, by the way, <laughs> should go to 11th hour podcast at gmail.com. Beware of those two H's right yeah. next to each other in the middle. And um, are we still on Twitter? I assume so. I'm not we really are. on Twitter. I'm not really at on Twitter. Podcast. Either at all. You know, I've kind of really uh, yeah. removed you, myself. You, you've hermited social... yourself up. It's yeah. a, frankly, it's amazing you're here now. I, I know. I'm, I'm questioning my reality. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's always worth questioning. <laughs> okay. um, 
Well, I, I, well, we could stumble over. I know there's stuff we've left out of this, but I don't really care. I don't really I care. Just, like, I think we. Get, I was worried that we'd go. We wouldn't go nearly half this length at all. So the, you know, as I say, we, we slip back and do it fairly easy. Mm-hmm. It's nice doing this again. I actually, I'm glad that we're going to have, uh, you know, a proper send off. As I say, we've been doing this longer than I ever thought we would when we started. I guess. Absolutely. It so was, it's nice to go out. As you said, on our, on our terms and have a proper send off, and for the like, for I don't know the five people who list still, <laughs> no, are, still haven't given people. up on us. Now I'm just being self deprecating I mean, I don't count the download numbers as the same things. As I'm yeah, sure yeah. That it reaches some people and they just delete it immediately, yeah, or yeah. it just stacks up in their downcast or whatever. Yeah. But never mind, or Stitcher, or uh, whatever other things people listen use now to listen to things. Are we on Stitcher? Are, are all podcasts on Stitcher? I don't know. I, I don't know. I what think Stitcher we're is. on Beyond Pod, which is what I use. Oh right, um, cool. I know we put I put us onto TuneIn back in the day. We were like the f- one of the f- we were the first Doctor Who podcast on it, certainly. because oh, I found days. out how to do it. <laughs> Hooray! All right. Well, I enjoy this a lot. I'm looking forward to coming back for the Ghost Monument and seeing yeah what whether the f- they'll get out of that one. Well, I um, suspect they will, but I guess we'll do it instead of spoiler curtain. What What do you think the Ghost Monument is about? God, I haven't even the faintest idea what a ghost, the ghost monument would be about. It would be a giant giant effigy of Clyde from Pac-Man. <laughs> and, oh. the, and the shenanigans within. Yeah, well, I mean, it looks like they're going to be on another planet for it, which is uh, traditionally how it, it tends to go in Doctor Who sometimes, like the second episode, or... Yeah, maybe I'm just saying that because that's how it works. People seem to do it like, yeah. hey, regular regular time, future, yeah, past. past. Um, but if we're doing a crazy different planet, I mean, it could well be the same time, but yeah. elsewhere. Who knows what kind of... It could be any kind of monument, any kind of ghost. Yeah, it might not be a, like a literal physical monument. Mm. Or it may be the monument, the London landmark that marks the start of the Fire of London. Yeah. Which uh, is an enormously tall thing that you now can't see because taller buildings have been right, erected yeah, around yeah, yeah. it. But uh, which I once went to the top of because I'm... there's a staircase inside it, it's which you really. might you might not imagine if you look at it from the outside. It's got a spiral staircase going all the way up it. Gosh! Um, and when you're going up it, you've got to let people pass on the way down yeah. as well. It's great fun. I wouldn't do it now because d- I'm too wide. Um, yeah, well, I don't think that monument will feature in this episode. More's the pity. But that's, yeah. but that's the toast monument. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't actually know if they do, uh, <laughs> um, because I've watched, whoop, because I've watched any of it except for that one episode, and I don't remember um, if they do uh, trailer, if they do the next time trailers. I think they do. All right, so we can, I can have better educated guesses mm. in the future. Yes, I think this, I think this might is the death of the spoiler curtain. Yeah. My God! I'll pull one out for the spoiler card. Yeah, let's I'll do, do it. it live. Oh, that's going to be a loud thud. Oh, sorry. Yes, we sorry specifically everyone. wanted to avoid that. Well, the death of the party came as no surprise. Pouring one out for the spoiler curtain. That's cool. I'll pour one out once we finish recording, yeah. which will happen now. No, very soon though. Um, Joe, it's nice, nice to be, to, yes, yeah, nice nice to be, be back. back. Oh, it's nice to be back. Uh, I love you. I love, oh, I love doing you. the podcast. Really, even yeah. though it may say, you seem like huge I don't. dingus. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I know you were worried about whether people thought you were down on the podcast as a as a whole. And, uh, mm. It's not that. It's just you know. 
things occur. Yeah, life gets in the way. It does. Life finds a getting in the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but also, I want to put this podcast to bed because I have a concept of a podcast that Holly and I might do. Oh, nice. Which I've already talked about on a different podcast, and I'll talk to you about now after we stop recording now. Bye, Bye. Joe. <laughs>
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.